Welcome to this brand new episode of the Marketing Technology Podcast. This podcast is hosted by Mark van Horek and myself, Elias Krum, and brought to you by Marketing Guys, the MarTech agency based out of the Netherlands. Welcome to this new episode of the Marketing Technology Podcast. Today I have Matt Hu, who is the CEO of Acceleration Partners, and he's going to explain that in a bit. But he's also the co-author of a book called Moving to Outcomes, Why partnerships are the future of marketing and that's what we're going to talk about today as what um, Matt already told me in the little discussion we had prior to this interview is that too many companies are basically relying on partners like Facebook or Meta, Amazon and Google these days. So that kind of sets the stage for today's chat. So Matt, please introduce yourself and explain to us what Acceleration Partners actually does. Hi, thanks so much for, uh, for having me. Uh, Acceleration Partners is the largest uh, independent agency in the world that is doing partnership marketing. So uh, we manage what are commonly called affiliate marketing programs, as well as uh, other flavors of partnership programs, um, such as Influencer. And we do it on a, on a global basis for a wide range of brands, um, growth brands, Fortune 500 companies, et cetera, et cetera. Okay. So I can imagine that you said to me that too many people rely on, on the three big names in that market. Because when I think affiliate marketing or, or um, partner programs, well, I, I would I think you know Amazon probably a big one, Google, Facebook. Um, so so why do you think too many companies rely on on those three? Yeah, so the issue is that um, those have become the marketing channels that a lot of digital marketers are most comfortable with, and it's those are the channels where they are able to see um, you know direct relationships between investment and return uh, volume at, at scale, right, in a relatively quick period of time. Mm-hmm. Um, those three companies have done an amazing job at scaling their own platforms and making them easy to use and at creating massive opportunities for companies to, to access customers. Um, and I want to be clear, I, I think all, of, all three of them will be uh, really important parts of marketers' you know, toolkit. I'm not suggesting that marketers shouldn't use them at all. But what's happened is that a lot of marketers have put all their eggs in the basket of, of, of those companies. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, really all of their volume from a digital acquisition perspective is, is dependent on, on, on Google or Meta or, uh, or, or Amazon. And, you know, what we have seen with a lot of the companies that we work with uh, who are quite sophisticated is that they have seen prices uh, in those channels going up. They've seen a, a consistent uh, um, upward <laughs> trajectory in uh, in costs for impressions and clicks, uh, and you know our, our position is that one of the best ways to diversify out of those uh, channels is via partnerships, and that's especially because in affiliate programs and, and similar kinds of programs, um, you're not paying upfront, right? You're not paying for the click; you're paying after a transaction actually happens, after you've acquired a customer. Uh, so there's an even more direct relationship between your investment dollars and uh, and and the return that you're getting. So, mm-hmm. you know, at the end of the day, just like no individual, you know, financial gurus would never recommend that any individual person own, you know, only three stocks. Uh, you know, we believe that it doesn't make sense for companies to only have 
such a limited basket of, of partners and and through uh, partnership programs, they can access uh, a lot more partners that can drive volume in different ways and diversify their, their marketing. So for those listeners that are not too much into affiliate marketing mm-hmm. um, and might think, you know, affiliate marketing, that's um, uh, mainly got to do with uh, uh, books or uh, stuff that you sell on Amazon. Could you give some examples of affiliate marketing practices that really worked, like products or services that you've seen uh, very successfully sold through affiliate marketing? Yeah, there, there are lots of them. And, and the great thing about affiliate marketing and partnerships is that because the universe of partners out there is not literally infinite, but close to it, um, there are really innumerable different kinds of relationships, strategies uh, that can be developed uh, through, the, through the channel. So, um, you know, I'll give you a few examples. Um, we have some clients whose business model is focused on, uh, on, on, you know, their e-commerce and their business model is focused on discounting um, or, you know, getting out volume quickly. And they can access uh, a wide range of sites that are focused on deal content uh, and, and similar types of, uh, of stuff where um, they can, you know, in the morning say, hey, we've got uh, this deal coming. And, and those publishers can go out and amplify that across their user base quickly, and they can drive a lot of volume um, essentially right away. And because they're paying after the transaction, they know that they uh, they know they know what the what the exact ROI is going to be. They know exactly what the commission rate is. They know how much they're going to pay for each of those customers versus putting out some kind of advertisement via Google uh, or, or or Meta. Um, other examples are very large um, uh, content sites. You know, websites like BuzzFeed, uh, CNN, even the New York Times. Uh, they have all shifted their models to uh, to really include affiliate as a big part of it. And so a lot of brands that frankly have no interest in dis- discounting um, are very interested in partnering with those types of properties uh, that have authority, that can make recommendations, that have a, a, a really strong, reliable user base. Um, and so, you know, in the way that PR in the old days was doing uh, placements with news outlets, uh, it's happening in, in a very similar way through these channels, um, except that it's happening uh, in, in a large, to a large extent on a performance basis. So is there a, a threshold or a minimum product value that is involved when you're selling through affiliates uh, or affiliate partner programs? I can, I, you can, I can imagine that that the product, when you're paying per, per sold item, actually, per, mm-hmm. uh, well, there has to be a transaction is what you, what you just mentioned. How, you know, what kind of values are involved? So how, how expensive should the product or service be before it's, let's say, viable to sell through affiliate marketing? Yeah, so I think there actually is a common misperception that it doesn't work except in certain types of products or services. The, the reality is, is that, again, because there is such a wide range of partners that you can work with, um, it's not really an if, it's more of a how. Right. So again, if you have a uh, a very low priced item that you're selling for eight ninety nine, you know, trying to do that through uh, again, you know, the New York Times might not be the right way to do it. But mm-hmm. there are lots of partners out there that specialize in items under ten dollars, right? Or uh, or those kinds of things. 
And so what it really comes down to, it, regardless of the product, is um, what is your uh, desired cost of acquisition? What do your margins need to look like? And then developing a program that sets those parameters so that the partners know exactly how much money they're going to make. You know exactly how much money they're going to make. And then you bring in partners where who are right for that program based on those economics. So um, it, 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 there, there isn't, I mean, maybe if you have a product that's 99 cents, that might be hard. But we have seen products all over the pricing spectrum that work in this channel. The question is just which partners are they working with and how are they doing it? Cool. So um, there, you must have thousands of affiliate websites or affiliates in your network. Yes. So finding the right affiliate for that product market combination or finding the right product market combination is key. What is the role of technology in this? Yeah, excellent question. So first of all, these programs require uh, uh, some, some software platforms to essentially be the plumbing, right? Uh, they, in order for this to work, the, uh, the, the partner and the brand have to be connected via technology. Transactions have to be tracked. Um, you know, order values need to be tracked. Commissions need to be tabulated and then paid. So there is a lot of plumbing that underlies um, all of this stuff. So there are platforms like uh, Impact or AWIN uh, or CJ. Um, some of these may be names that people know. That, that really act as the plumbing for all of this. And that if a company wants to do one of these programs, in addition to potentially hiring an agency like this to manage the program, they also need to, to understand the, the technological piece. Um, those technologies are, uh, they, they can be relatively light to integrate. Um, more sophisticated companies might have a much heavier integration and passing you know, all kinds of data points back and forth, but it doesn't have to be, to be complicated. So those platforms all offer uh, um, uh, ways to sort and find publishers um, or partners. We also have developed our own internal uh, systems called AP Vision that essentially suck in data across all of our, our clients and, and, and you know, allow us to see different kinds of partners, how they perform, what kinds of clients they perform for, so that then we're able to narrow in on what's going to work for any different client. Because yes, it, it can be very difficult for a, a given individual to just go out and sift through, you know, hundreds or thousands of partners to try to figure out who's going to be right. Correct. Because um, let's, let's, I'm always a, kind of a, an example guy. So um, let's say I'm selling fitness equipment just for the mm -hmm. sake of, of example. Um, you, you might match me up with some kind of blog or some kind of news websites for, for you know, sports or, or whatsoever. Um, but I can imagine that it has to be more sophisticated than that. Is uh, well, yeah. So, so what has to happen is that that publisher website, um, they have to be uh, signed up to the uh, one of the technology platforms that I mentioned earlier, right? Mm -hmm. And then you also have to be signed up to one of those uh, to one of those technology platforms to that technology platform, so that that connection can be made. And then essentially, what needs to happen is uh, they need to be taking uh, links or other kinds of connective, uh, uh, you know, connectors from you and putting those into their content, so that that platform is able to then track through on on what's happening. Mm -hmm. um, you know, historically, that uh, that used to be done with with third party cookies. 
Um, that has rapidly changed. Um, most of these platforms have now moved to server-to-server -server connections, digital fingerprinting, other much more advanced types of, of tracking. So, uh, so the cookie issue is, 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 is largely resolved uh, in these programs. Mm -hmm. um, but, but yeah, that, that's typically how the, how the, the, the transactions work. Okay. Okay. So um, just a, a little bit back in the, mm -hmm. in the uh, interview that we're having, you mm -hmm. mentioned that um, Amazon, um, Meta and Google are increasing their prices or have increased their prices over time. Um, you're paying you're, you're in, in the affiliate network. It's typically a transaction fee that you're paying. So for those people that never have actually done this, what, what kind of typical percentages were, were use, usually um, charged and what have they evolved to or how has that price increase, let's say, been over the years and, and why? Um, so what's the um, benefit of not going through those three? Yeah, so um, I don't have all the specific numbers in front of me for, for some of the, the rates, but you know I know that one of the uh, quarterly reports earlier this year, um, Meta, I think was say, or, or last year, the end of last year, Meta was saying that their average, uh, uh, their average cost had gone up forty-seven percent uh, or something on that order. And I know, you know, if you if you do searches to look for average costs across Google or or Facebook, you know, you will see very significant rises over the last few years on what it costs to to get clicks and and impressions. And now, mm -hmm. obviously, it, it's going to depend on you know, so many different things, right? They each have very complicated algorithms about what the actual CPC is for any given uh, uh, term or, or what the actual cost, you know, for impressions is uh, for any given um, advertisement. Um, so, but, but, but as, a, as an overall, you know, note, I mean, the, the, the prices have more than doubled over the last couple of years. Um, in the affiliate world, what is different is that it's really, again, determined by, what your economics are, right? So with Facebook or with uh, Google and on Amazon's uh, you know, advertising marketplace, they are telling you what it costs to get a customer essentially, right? I mean, they, they are telling you, here's what a click is gonna cost. Here is what an impression is gonna cost. Mm -hmm. In partnership marketing, uh, the brand, the advertiser is the one that sets the rate, right? So they look at their, economics. And for example, you, you were talking about the uh, being a fitness uh, uh, retailer, you know, the fitness retailer will sit down and they will look at their product and they will say, uh, the average sale price of my product is $100. Um, the if the, let's just assume the gross margin for that product is $50, right? Mm -hmm. Then they can say, okay, well, that means I'm, I'm taking uh, $50 of contribution on every one that I sell. And therefore, I'm willing to share um, you know, 20% of that $50 with a publisher uh, to help me drive that transaction. So 20% of that $50 is $10. Um, $10 is 10% of the original $100 price. So the, you know, commission rate that they go out to the market with uh, could be then 10%. And they can go and they can talk to all the different partners and say, hey, uh, you know, our, our commission rate is 10%. Uh, are you interested in working with us? And 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 what do you think? So, uh, so so that, that that's fundamentally how it goes. Now, not every publisher might be interested in that, right? They might say, "Hey, uh, uh, you know, I get fifteen percent from from that other fitness retailer over there, so I'm I, I'm going to stick with them." 
and 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 you know we might have to then make a decision about whether it's worth it to us to make a little bit less margin in order to try to capture more of that market. But what's key is that in this situation, the retailer is setting the cost based on what their economics are, what economics are required, and then they are bringing in partners to meet that versus being dictated what the economics have to be. Okay, so can you can you share some examples or successful examples from what you from maybe brands that you've seen that moved from any form of advertising to um, affiliate networks? Um, yeah, so I, what I want to make clear is that it's not that they're moving from, right? Most of the brands that we are, are working with, it's not that they're saying we are no longer working with uh, uh, Google, right? Uh, it's that they are uh, continuing to uh, evaluate their budgets and allocate more and more of their budget towards more performance-oriented channels. So mm-hmm. again, just to be really clear, like it, it, these companies are all taking a portfolio approach, but they are are continuing to allocate more of that portfolio to places that are outside of those traditional uh, uh, channels. Again, Google, Meta, exactly, uh, etc. Right? Yeah. So, so it's not either or. It's it's correct. and. It's, and. Yeah. It, yeah. It's and. Right. So, uh, you know, really successful examples. I mean, there's a company that we've worked with in the U.S. for years. Uh, they are called ButcherBox. They sell. Uh, oh, I've seen them. Yeah, you've seen them. They they yeah. they, they sell high-end uh, meat. Uh, you know, yep. frozen that they distribute. Um, they've done an incredible job building uh, an affiliate program, and we talk about them in the book. Uh, an affiliate, an influencer, and partner program where you know th- it has become a, a really key driver of, of their business. Uh, it has developed over time, uh, and they are in in a lot of ways like they have so much more flexibility in their business because if Google or Facebook says, "Hey, ButcherBox, you know the the cost per click on you know the uh, the the meat subscription service keyword you know just went up ten percent." CPA CPA yeah, must they, be ridiculous. They, yeah, exactly. They they, yeah. they can say, "Well, you know, thank you very much, but." You know, we have we've developed this incredible partner program. Our economics over there are are very set and very clear, and, and we can just you know can put, put 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 more money on that side. So that that's a really great example. Um, what so one thing just that, on that yeah. butcher box? So I just want to dive a little deeper into that. But did they work together with chefs or something or food blogs or how did that work? Yeah, they, they worked with a lot of influencers. They worked with bloggers. They they've worked with a, a really wide range of different kinds of of partners. Uh, mostly content-based as opposed to, you know, deal sites or, or voucher sites, mm-hmm. um, you know, that's not as much in their, in their, in their strategic wheelhouse. It is in the wheelhouse for, for a lot of others. Um, but one thing I want to make really clear that's really important for people to understand, and this is an important difference here. You know, one of the great things about Facebook or about Google is that you can put in an ad, you can throw a bunch of budget, and it will just go right? It is a switch you can flip. Yep. Um, it is the, the issue, not the issue, but something that is different about partnership programs is that they're relationships, right? And so they need to be developed over time. And if a company says, hey, you know, I want to be in that channel, in that world, it's not something where they can just, you know, on Monday say, I want to be doing that. And on Tuesday, they have a, a fully formed, you know, campaign, right? They, they have to uh, uh, be committed to it, and they have to understand that you know it is going to be a six to twelve month process to really get it going. But that once it is going, like ButcherBox, it can become a key engine that really diversifies their their marketing capabilities. I, yeah, I, I can understand that because there, you've got so many different 
uh, websites and, and blogs and, and influencers that need to comply to that offer, that need to have that on their website, maybe have the links, have their the visuals, but also include it in their text maybe. So um, yeah, and I think it, it can be very valuable. Um, yeah, I, I think you explained a lot in this 20 minutes, Matt. So is there anything more you would like to share about affiliate marketing or are we going to leave it to this? Um, no, I, I think that's that, that's the main thing. I think one thing I, I will also just return to and stress is that uh, because there are so many different kinds of partners out there, again, you know, for, for most companies, um, this is really not a uh, an if, it's a how. And I think what's key is that companies understand like what the how for them needs to be and how to make sure it works within their strategy, their brand value, their their economics. And so uh, again, that does make it differ in a lot of ways from, from some of the other marketing channels we've been talking about, um, but, but it's key for, for companies to understand and getting that right generally leads to the best outcomes. Cool, so Matt, I'm gonna share a link to your LinkedIn profile as well as a link to your website, accelerationpartners.com in the show notes. And I would like to thank you very much for being on the show today. Thank you so much. This has been great. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Marketing Technology Podcast. If you enjoyed this podcast, please leave us a review on your favorite podcast platform or iTunes. Also, if you want to be a guest or know someone that should be a guest to our show, shoot me an email on e.crum at marketingguys.nl. Thank you for listening.